0: Hey everyone, welcome to the MBA Insider Podcast. My name is Al D and I am your host as well as the author of MBA Insider and the founder of MBAschool.com. This podcast is for career driven professionals looking for advice on how to grow their careers by leveraging the skills, experiences and knowledge gained from an MBA degree. In each episode, I'll give you a look into the business school experience along with practical tips, career advice and real life stories to help MBA students and alum grow their careers. All right. Um, Thank you everyone for joining. And I originally had planned out this podcast to launch a a few more months down the road, but given everything that's going on in the world right now with COVID-19 and just the, a lot of challenge that exists, I decided to accelerate the timeline a little bit of the podcast that I was doing just to Really churn out the most relevant insights and content possible to help prospective students, to help current students, and to help MBA alum because of the uncertainty and the challenge that exists. And so while I'll admit that some of the things that I'd wanted to do probably are not going to happen just because I am moving up the timeline of this, I did want to produce now and start getting stuff out there now because I think it's important given everything that's going on. So this is a, a little bit of a MVP, if you will, a little bit of a test and learn. So please bear with me, but I hope that you'll find what I'm talking about to be timely and relevant, given all, given all that's really going on in the world this moment. And so um, in this podcast I have today for you, I want to talk through just some guidance and advice uh, to current MBA students who are in business school. It certainly is a little bit of a tumultuous time, whether you're a first year student and trying to figure out what your summer internship experience is going to be like amidst uh, all of the challenges with the hiring process, or if you're a second year student wondering and, and you know what the hiring market is going to be like for full-time jobs or, or how to make the most of your time now that you're going to be in a virtual environment. Um, but I wanted to provide some tips about how to best navigate this. And, you know, I'll certainly say that I'm not an expert in this I've never been through a global pandemic before, but I'm going to do my best based off of the research I've done. Some people I've talked to and just my own insights on how to help all of you as best as I can. Um, but hang in there. And I really hope that you enjoy this episode and some of the tips that I give. Hey everyone, LD here, uh, founder of MBA school.com. And with everything going on right now in the world, I just wanted to uh, share some thoughts for all the MBA students that are out there about, you know, just with everything going on, you know, what can you do right now to make the best of the challenging situation that we're in. you know, certainly I've never experienced anything like this before, but I have been able to speak to over the past couple of days, lots of uh, MBA students, MBA alum, uh, career management professionals, admissions directors, just to get a sense of kind of their take and what they're learning and what they're seeing. And uh, I've come up with some, just some thoughts and some ideas about, you know, given the, where we are right now and given what the rest of our, your year or your MBA journey will look like, some things that you can think about to make the most of the rest of your time, you know, in business school, it's certainly going to look a little bit different than what you've been used to. And that can be challenging. And that's an adjustment. But there still is a great opportunity ahead. And, you know, as they say, um, a lot of life isn't um, what happens, but you know how you respond to it. And so this could be a great opportunity to respond and to really make the most of uh, the circumstances, even if they're maybe not as ideal, or maybe not as what you'd expected. So. Uh, let me jump in. So I guess mm, the first, as we think about the academic landscape now that most schools are going to a virtual kind of learning environment, um, this is going to look and feel a little bit different. You probably have some flavors of this right now anyway. I'm sure many of your lectures are available on Panopto or Canvas or Instructure or any other type of um, uh, learning management system or platform. And so um, that probably won't be new. I'm sure some of you will have you know, using Zoom or GoToWebinar or other types of technologies that are out there, um, but to have that as a primary delivery mechanism is probably gonna be a little bit different. Um, I do know that some programs do have some of this in some of their early pre-MBA programs, so maybe you have some exposure to it. And for those of you who graduated recently from college or in the past couple of years, you may have had some of it there, but it is a new way of working. Um, it is gonna look and feel a little bit different. And, uh, you know, Zoom in particular and some of these other places have come a long way just in terms of being able to promote some of that interactivity and engagement. But it certainly is never going to replace what it's like to be in the classroom, you know, next to your peers uh, in, in, that, in that kind of environment. And so uh, a couple thoughts here. I think number one is to, uh, and this should go without saying, but, you know, when you're at your computer, there's a million different distractions. And so trying as best you can to. Um, ignore them and shut them out, um, whether it's turning on do not disturb or just making sure you're focused. Uh, when you're in that classroom time, you should treat it as if you were in the classroom, right? And just being focused and attentive to what's going on. I think another thing that is, is super important and can, I think, be super helpful is to use some of the other technology tools at your disposal uh, to drive engagement, whether that's in the classroom or whether that's outside of the classroom. So there's uh, a couple obvious ones. So one of them is Twitter. Uh, You know, if your class can have a hashtag, or if you can come up with a hashtag to use in the class, um, that's a great way to have continued conversations. You know, after class or um, on the go, and certainly it's a great place to engage in conversation as well as share content and articles or uh, go back and forth with people. And so I think that's if you're not doing that, I think that's another low-hanging piece of fruit that you can kind of you know come back to. Uh, Certainly. Um, another one, which uh has you know kind of been made popular more in companies and enterprise are just more of like joint collaboration kind of like whiteboards, if you will, or kind of project management planning tools um whether that 's like a virtual board with like something like trello or uh, there 's another one out there. Um, I believe, called Miro, M-I-R-O, where you can kind of collaborate. They're collaboration workspaces. But, you know, these are just tools to kind of spark further discussion and collaboration and dialogue. Um, But sometimes those can be helpful just to kind of try the best as you can to kind of um, uh, replicate some of that uh, in-class engagement that you would get that you now have to get virtually. You know, I think another thing that can be really powerful is, you know, know, uh, professors certainly have office hours and it's one of those things where, um, you typically kind of go um, uh, every now and then, but, you know, if they have them uh, now virtually, I think those are great opportunities to have even more kind of engagement, whether that's with a professor or whether it's just with your classmates. So um, I would definitely take advantage of those too. And this kind of straddles a little bit of outside the classroom, but um, I think now is also a great time to not only kind of stimulate your mind through thinking, but also through doing. Right, and so um, if you're, you know, if you're taking a digital marketing or a digital strategy class, uh, go, go and go um, and, you know, go go and build something, and then you know, bring it to market, and, and you know, put together a, a digital marketing strategy around it. If you're taking a data analytics class, go play with Tableau, uh, or go play with some data visualization tools that are out there. Um, really take and you know take the, the, the learnings that you're getting and, and start applying them and using the tools that are out there to kind of apply them to, to really bring them to life and to kind of get that, um, you know, take the, taking the conceptual and the theoretical and making it practical. Um, There could be some really cool uses of things you can do, you know, with that, Um, you know, like, could you make some cool visualizations with uh, some, you know, sports analytics data if you're big into sports Um, or, you know, could you do some stuff with like, you know, um years in history of uh data from like uh musicians or people who won the oscars or stuff like that um you know or could you honestly uh if you're into um you know whatever you're into uh, in terms of content wise like could you start a blog or could you build like a content product or something and bring it to market um that's actually how I started mba schooled when I was in business school uh, I just decided to come up with an idea for a blog and then figured out how I was going to make it happen um, and 5 years later you know here I am so uh, I think there's some things you can do to kind of stimulate that learning, you know, in the classroom. Um, and then, you know, certainly, you know, taking advantage of you know Zoom and other technologies to kind of you know meet with your your classmates outside of the actual session itself, whether it's to kind of have further discussions or just kind of um, uh, you know ask questions or get insights from one another. I think those can be really valuable, you know, in and of itself. So. Um, that's really what, you know, it is with a classroom. Oh, the last thing I would just say is whether it's through office hours or individually, I would also say, take advantage of, of getting access to the professors that you have. Um, particularly if you're a second year, you know, the professors, you know, really add a lot of value and insight to the experience in business school because of their knowledge and because of their experience. And that's something that you will be hard to replicate once you leave school. And so if you have a chance to be able to kind of get to know them a little bit better, outside of the classroom, whether that's through office hours or just, you know, having a one-on-one phone call or conversation over video chat, um, definitely take advantage of that. And, you know, I think you'll find that most um, most of them are probably pretty amenable to that. The other thing I would also say is that give your professors feedback. Um, some of them have a little bit of experience probably with teaching online, um, but some of them don't. And, and, and they're learning just like you are. You know, I think that's important to keep in mind, like we're all learning through this. And so they probably need feedback too about how they're doing, if they could be doing it differently, how they can engage in certain ways um, to make it more, you know, enjoyable for all. So, um, I mean, you know your school best, and you know your professors best. So figure out the best way to give them their feedback. But I think you would find that you know a lot of them want this to go well too, and so they'd be willing to kind of think about how they could make it even better than where it is. So that's those are some things to think about in, you know, inside the classroom, you know, with academics. You know, outside of that. Uh, when it comes to, you know, the internship search, job search, or even if you have an offer at hand, um, this is where it definitely gets a little bit trickier, a little bit more challenging. Uh, the way things are right now, I think most companies are kind of taking things day by day. If they haven't made a decision uh, on hiring or or what their hiring is going to look like, I'm sure it's probably top of mind. Um, certainly, many businesses right now are just trying to assess the the landscape with their customers and their their own employees before they start, you know, thinking about you know, broad swaths about, um, new hires and things like that. Certainly there are companies that are still hiring, excuse me. Um, uh, there are companies that are still hiring. I've talked to a number of recruiters who, um, you know, are still making offers or they're in the middle of uh, sending offers or final run interviews and things like that at various companies. And that could be for, for a variety of reasons, honestly, one, because the, uh, you know, there's just demand for it and they, and they, they need it. Um, the second is, is that they're trying to get it in because they know that, at some point, the headcount's going to freeze and they want to be able to bring people in before that happens. Um, or third, in some cases, there probably are some businesses that are needing to hire just given the challenges that exist right now to, um, you know, their ability to serve their customers for the business that they're in. If you think about some of the industries that are seeing an uptick as a result of COVID-19, you know, they're going to need people to kind of help and staff and, 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 and serve customers that they have during these times. So there still are op- uh, options that are out there. And so um, there's a lot of wait and see and, you know, things will kind of get play out over the next couple months, but there's a couple of things I think you need to keep in mind. Um, you know, I think the first thing is, is that, you know, if you're still searching for a job or an internship, the, the goal and the outcomes are still the same. And that is that you need a good process to be successful. You still, regardless of what happens, regardless of what life was like three weeks ago versus what it is now, you know, you still need to target the right roles. You still need to prep for all your interviews uh, you still need to do your company research uh, and make sure it's top of mind. And you still need to make sure you understand the business model, the market, the end customer that they serve, the ins and outs, of the roles, and how your skills kind of apply them to that specific role. None of that, none of that changes. And so uh, if, if you have that down, great. Um, keep at it. Um, it just may take a little bit more time, or you may need to look a little bit harder for opportunities or processes may take a little bit longer. Um, if you're already there, then, then great. Just keep, keep it up. Um, it definitely will need to get a little bit more uh, relentless with the networking and, and continuing to kind of think back to where in your network of who you can reach out to who you can engage with um, uh, to keep to, to keep looking for opportunities because I think that just becomes even more important in a time like this um, that said it 's important to keep in mind I think if you 're doing any kind of networking, um, whomever you 're talking to or whomever you 're trying to talk to is probably thinking at least of one of these two things number one um, is my loved one, is my spouse, is my child you know, gonna be okay? Are they sick? Um, or number two, um, how do I make sure that my team, uh, who my direct reports or the people I work with are in good shape knowing everything that's going on in the world? And I only bring that to light because while for you getting your, a job or an internship is probably super important, it probably isn't gonna be high in the priority list of someone that you reach out to, whether that's a hiring manager or whether that's a recruiter, whether that's an alum. Um, you know, so just, just be mindful and be empathetic uh, and be compassionate. Um, when you are reaching out to people, uh, I think there definitely will be people who want to help. And even if they are thinking about those things, I do think that people will want to help. It just may not happen right away. So just, just keep that in mind. That said, um, there are a lot of people out there who I've seen, um, and, and this really is the power of an MBA network, uh, people who are, are willing to help willing to roll up their sleeves to try to get, you know, get people into opportunities and the like, Um, So continue to be on LinkedIn, Uh, keep, keep on the lookout for um, job postings, for internship postings, for people who are willing to kind of give advice or make connections, things like that. And, um, you know, certainly, you know, it never hurts if you made some good connections, you know, in the past to reach out, just send an email, just ask how they're doing, make sure that they're okay. Um, You know, genuinely mean it, don't do it to go through the motions, but genuinely mean it. But in many times that might also spark a connection or spark an opportunity for you to um, to find something or to engage in something. You know, I think the other thing you should continue to do is certainly keep in touch with your career management directors. Um, they're working in the trenches, trying to talk to recruiters and hiring managers as well, uh, trying to get insights into what's moving and they're having conversations daily. So they'll be the ones to be able to give you updates. Um, they're, they're there to work on your behalf and work with you. And so um, stay in touch with them to the best as you can. And I know it's a little bit harder because of the fact that you won't be there physically in person, but I'm sure they'll find ways to kind of communicate to you. So just make sure to take, you know, take the best advantage of those as you possibly can. Um, if you're uh, a second year looking for a job, this, this really doesn't change much because everything you were still doing before is still going to be the same things that you need to do now. Um, you just also may need to be cognizant of the fact that um, in some cases, this, just because of how, how things are playing out, um, y- it may take a little bit more time for you to find the thing that you want. Um, but as you're kind of thinking about, um, opportunities that are out there and searching for them and continuing to search for them, you know, the, the one thing I would kind of think about is, um, you know, you know, think back to kind of like, you know, some of your strategy or maybe marketing, you know, kinds of classes and, you know, think back to kind of like, uh, uh, just this kind of notion of like, the uh, uh, of the effects of like when something happens and how that impacts the value chain. Right. And so, um, as you think about the value chain and the implications of it. You know what industries or functions might have a bigger role as a result of what everything is happening in the world, whereas which ones um, may have a lesser role or may not be as important. Um, I think a very small example, but one we can all relate to, are uh, digital collaboration tools are pretty hot right now, right? Um, If you looked at Zoom stock over the past few days, you can you've probably seen that. But uh, other ones that are out there right now too, but even you know things like Slack or Microsoft Teams, etc. You know, so if that's something you're interested in maybe take a look at that or just kind of like thinking about this and modeling this out a little bit. Um, you know, some of the people who are hiring right now, like everyone probably saw the, the notice that Amazon was trying to hire some workers or quite a few workers um, to meet up with the demands. But um, there's a lot of, you know, and, and the reason why obviously is because in the supply chain or in the value chain, they need to get uh, goods and services and products to customers and they need to find ways to do it. Uh, and different, differently um, and they need to do it at scale. Uh, so they're going to be probably looking for people too. And so there's other, there's other kinds of areas like that. Or for example, if you think about because everyone's working from home now, um, there's going to be a lot of tools, technologies and services that are needed to enable that. So if you're interested in the IT market or the IT services or software market, um, there might be some opportunities there because those are going to be the things that are needed and because they're needed, someone's going to need to sell them. And because someone's going to need to sell them, there's going to be people that need to make them and so forth and so forth and so forth. And so, um, you know, if you're trying to think of creatively about, you know, what industries might be hot right now um, that maybe that's a good exercise to think about, just bring it back to kind of your personal life and just how this is, this is impacting it, but also kind of think about the value chain. And as a result of those implications, like what might change Um, so that that would be something good to kind of consider. Um, and you know, particularly if you are in the second year, um, again, like I I do think it really is focused on process, not necessarily outcomes, have a good process and the outcomes will eventually come. Um, it, it may be a while, we don't know how things are going to work out, but I think it's good to prepare yourself for that and that mindset. And, um, you know, just know though, that there's a lot of people out there who are in the same boat as you, you're not alone. And there's also a lot of people out there who do want to help you too. And so make sure to take advantage of that. Um, if you're first year and you're searching for an internship, you know, uh, you know, stay in touch with your career management director. Um, they're talking with recruiters and hiring managers and companies every day. Um, but continue to network and continue to look for postings. Um, there's still stuff that's going up. Uh, for now, um, uh, there are some talk. I've talked to some recruiters who have they're kicking around the idea of virtual internships just in case this goes on a little bit longer than they think it will. Um, and while There haven't been a lot of, there haven't been many companies that who've come out and said they were canceling them. Um, That is a potential option. Nothing has been, I don't think a lot of people have decided yet, to be honest, but um, it is a scenario. So it's something to be aware of. But, um, you know, I think that if you're in this boat of still searching, you know, keep faith and keep, keep true to your process. Keep checking the job boards. Um, You know, things may get better. Um, or, or they may, if they, things kind of turn for the better, there might be some, some companies who start to, you know, uh, pick back up their, their approach, uh, to hiring interns. And in some cases you may not notice a disruption because this is just going to be the normal process. Like they still may interview you, or they may just kind of elongate a little bit to kind of buy some time. Cause they're all trying to figure out this stuff too. So what, what I think though, that, that still again rings true is keep networking, keep building relationships Um, keep searching for opportunities. And, um, you know, uh, if it's any saving grace for you, know that um, I didn't get my, um, I actually, I got my offer rescinded, an internship offer rescinded. And on April 30th, I did not have an internship. And I managed still to get an internship before uh, the beginning of my uh, summer. So uh, there still is plenty of time. Uh, There's still plenty of hope for, for all of you. The, the last thing I would say is that if you are in the boat of having an intern or a ship or a full-time offer, well, the one thing I would say is help your class. Well, two things. Number one, um, stay in contact with the recruiter and the hiring manager if you can, just to monitor the situation. And um, I have heard of some situations where companies have rescinded, but um, it's, it's a case by case basis. So you'll want to stay in touch with them. But the other thing I would say is I'd really encourage you to help your classmates to the degree that you can um, help them out. Um, help them by practicing with them, help them by uh, practice interviewing with them, help them by getting them connections or introducing them to people or providing support uh, in any way that you can. This, uh, th- if you're in a position where you're in a good spot and you're going to be good, make sure you, ch- you, you, you help your classmates who are, who are needing that support. And um, it's going to be a little bit more challenging because you aren't physically all there, but Um, there are other ways you can do it in terms of, you know, a phone call or zoom or Google hangout or whatever, but whatever you can do to support your classmates, uh, definitely take, take advantage, take advantage of that. Okay. So the last kind of, you know, leg of this, the element of this is kind of like the social and extracurricular kind of, kind of leg. um, you know, for the social one, it's going to be a little bit hard just because of physical distancing and the like, but, uh, I've seen plenty of, you know, zoom happy hours, zoom lunches uh zoom uh zoom margarita times uh uh in plenty of like zoom kind of hangouts and meetups and so um on the social side maybe that's a great thing to do um uh and and kind of you know be involved in um certainly uh, many schools have group me's and things like that definitely check that stay in touch with that as best as you can um i think those are all really helpful uh and then you know uh when it comes to clubs and organizations and things like that you know i think there are cool ways to uh, have virtual events, um, online, you know, again, using zoom technology, whether it's just with each other to practice, um, interviewing, whether it's to, uh, you know, like, you know, discuss what's going on for your, the, um, with relate to what's going on in the world related to a particular club. You know, if you're the tech club, you know, are you going to talk about how, uh, you, know, you know, you're going to, you're going to have an event or a conversation about, you know, the sharing economy or the, the gig economy and the implications that it's having because of COVID-19. Um, that might be an interesting discussion and some interesting conversations and, oh, could you grab, you know, an alum from Uber or DoorDash to come, come kind of join you. Um, that could be a great opportunity Um, and certainly, um, if you're a second year, you may want to ride off into the sunset and don't care about clubs, but if you do want something to do, um, I'm sure your, uh, new leadership can find ways to put you to use. Um, can you help with the knowledge transition, making sure that, uh, knowledge transfer, making sure that things don't fall through the cracks, you know, are there things you can help with to help your first years, um, kind of get the club in order, uh, before, you know, so some of them can kind of focus on their own internship stuff. Um, you know, I would defer to those, the, the first years, but you know, what role can you play, you know, while you're there, uh, while you still have it because, you know, you kind of have the time to do that right now. Um, so those are just some, some things that come to mind. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is, this is uncharted territory. It's going to look and feel different, but, um, again, you know, a lot of times it's not what happens to you, but how you respond to it. And, um, you know, I would say like just a couple other things, like first and foremost, like, please make sure to take care of yourself. Uh, Be kind to yourself. It's a it's a challenging time right now, and so if you're not feeling right, be okay with with it. Um, Let it sit for a while. Um, The second thing I would say is that um, you know they've they've done studies before, and um, if you're someone who's a little nervous or a little anxious because of what's going on right now, um, they they tend to say that uh, there's research that shows that uh, helping people or helping others can sometimes calm that anxiety because it gives you a sense of purpose and mission, Um, and quite frankly, it takes your energy from what you were giving that was giving you anxiety and channels it into something that you can do. And so if you're someone who's kind of feeling that way, you know, think about how you can help other people right now. Um, whether that's a fellow classmate or someone else in your community. Um, I think that can be, you know, something that can be helpful. Um, and then the last thing I would say is if you're really struggling, you're really challenged and you're feeling like kind of a weight of the world on you. Um, one thing I like to ask myself when I'm in these situations is like, what's the one thing I can do right now that gets me one step closer to where I want to be. And you can't, you won't get far. You won't achieve it all right away, but getting one step closer, you know, that's a start. And sometimes that's all you need to kind of get going. Um, you know, I think those are, those are my advice in terms of, you know, really thinking about, you know, how you can kind of navigate these times um, because it is, you know, particularly challenging. So, uh, you know, again, uncharted territory. Um, this is the best I got. Um, I would love to hear what you think. Um, I'd love to hear your own questions that you might have or the things that you're concerned about or thinking about, uh, I'll do my best to address them or to maybe point you to the right people who might be able to address them. Um, If you're looking for more information about how to navigate business school, please check out mbaschool.com. There's lots of great content and insights from uh, MBA students and alum about how to make the most of their MBA experience. And if you're really looking to kind of dive deep into that, I encourage you to check out uh, my book, MBA Insider, how to make the most of your MBA experience. Um, You can buy it on Amazon, right now. It's a great read if you're looking for a book to kind of kill some time. Um, And um, thank you for listening. And uh, please let me know if you have any questions.